Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Friday, May 13th. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's what you need to know today. What science says could be the best exercise for your body and how to do it. Plus, the first image of the black hole at the center of our galaxy. But first, the GOP MAGA split is today's one big thing. Former President Donald Trump isn't on any ballot in 2022, but he's already been a central figure, with his endorsements shifting major races like the GOP Senate primary in Ohio. This week, former President Trump saw another win for his endorsed House candidate in West Virginia, while his preferred candidate for governor in Nebraska lost. Meanwhile, GOP leadership is panicking over a possible win for a so-called ultra-MAGA Senate primary candidate in Pennsylvania, Who could soon endanger efforts for Republicans to take back the Senate in November? Axios co-founder Mike Allen is here with me in Bentonville, Arkansas, with the latest in the GOP primaries and what to watch for next. Hey, Mike. Nyla, I'm excited to be in Axios Northwest Arkansas land. Mike, what stands out to you in the GOP results we've seen so far, especially when it comes to the former President Trump and his place in all of this? He wants to make the Republican Party even more in his own image. And so we have a situation based on these primaries that have just started unfolding this month that the Republican Party could be more Trumpy when he runs again in 2024 than when he was president. Because look, with his endorsements, he's trying to stack his candidates in House and Senate races around the country. We know that his operatives, his supporters are getting involved in the mechanics of vote collection, Secretary of State races, other races that are usually super boring. Now MAG is suddenly very involved. When we look, though, for example, in Nebraska this week, what does that say about if there's a MAGA GOP split? Yeah, MAGA and establishment. There's no question. We saw that very clearly in Nebraska, where Trump endorsed a candidate, but the winner, Jim Pillen, was his establishment as you can get. And he was endorsed by the current governor. At the same time, President Trump uh, won a House race in West Virginia, Alex Mooney. And of course, what everybody is paying attention to is what's going to happen Tuesday in Pennsylvania. That is the Super Bowl of these endorsements. Tell us what we need to know about that race. Yeah. So Dr. Oz, the uh, TV doctor who's been endorsed by Donald Trump, running against uh, Dave McCormick, who was a Bush 43 official head of uh, Bridgewater, the world's largest hedge fund. They've been basically tied in polls, but now a plot twist. A third candidate, Kathy Barnett, is suddenly moving up. Kathy Barnett, who is someone who once was out there saying, I confronted a Muslim, gives you a sense of where she is in the party. So someone like that, you can imagine, is a GOP establishment nightmare. If you're Mitch McConnell, who's Senate minority leader, you think you're going to be Senate majority leader, you can't believe that Kathy Barnett, 
who's somebody who could be so damaging to the party's brand, somebody who would be very difficult to work for him as the ultimate establishmentarian to work with on the Hill, suddenly moving up, could she sneak in and win this race? So there's a new messaging war all over this third candidate for the Republican nomination for U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania. Last question for you, Mike. We've been talking about sort of the split between the establishment and the MAGA within the GOP. What about abortion? When we see even new polling that shows even among Republicans, there may not be as much support for overturning Roe versus Wade. Yeah, it's about a two-third, one-third issue in most uh, polls. There's not unanimity under it. When this opinion first leaked, there was an assumption among Democrats that this was kind of a lifeline for them. This was an issue where the majority of Americans were on their side, but the Republicans are trying to distract attention from that. I texted a very top Republican official and asked him his abortion message. What do you think he said? He sent me a one-word answer. Inflation. And I can tell you the Democrats are worried about that. So that's going to be the big question. Can the political conversation be more about abortion and women's rights, which is going to be pushed by Democrats, whereas Republicans are going to want to talk about their friends, inflation, immigration, and now infant formula, the three I's. Axios co-founder and author of the AM newsletter, Mike Allen. Thanks, Mike. Now excited to be in Benville and have the best weekend. In a moment, we're back with the beauty of one simple exercise for strength. Welcome back to Axios Today. I'm Nyla Boudou. We've all experienced how the pandemic and quarantines have changed our bodies in a lot of ways these last couple of years, and many of us are thinking about how to get stronger. Well, Axios' Erica Pandy says research shows there's one really amazing exercise everyone should consider doing as long as they do it correctly. Erica, what is this magical exercise? It is the, drumroll please, squat. Okay, remind everybody what a squat is, and why is this so good for our bodies? So squat is the basic bending movement where you bend your knees and move your body up and down. Exercise scientists say that it is basically the single most effective exercise for lower body strength and flexibility, but it also has some really incredible benefits for your upper body. I mean, it can strengthen your core, balancing yourself as you do the movement. It can strengthen your back. And your back, your lower body, your core, those are things that are really important as you age and and really important as you want to go on that journey to get stronger. How many squats do you need to do daily for this to be effective? If you're starting with your body weight, which basically means you're not adding any dumbbells or barbells to add weight to the process, 15 or 20 and doing three sets of that is a good place to start. That's what exercise scientists say. But you also can work up to that. Anything is is better than nothing. So if you want to do three sets of five and then build your way up, that's great too. So because this involves so many different muscle groups, it also would be, it sounds like, very easy to do this incorrectly. Yes. So that's the big yes but here is that it's one of the most effective exercises but only when you do it right, of course. There's so many ways to do it wrong, and the consequences of doing it wrong are pretty severe. You could really badly damage your knees, your back, especially if you're you know, at a gym and trying to put on weight without nailing that form first. Nyla, would you like to try it? 
<laughs> would I like to try doing squats with you on a podcast? Why not? This is actually great because we're in your studio right now. We've been sitting in these chairs and a great way to start doing squats is to do them by sitting into your chair for that extra support. So start by, you know, standing six inches to a foot in front of your chair and then keep your feet shoulder width apart with your toes slightly pointed outward, very slightly. Then you want to sit back, but as you're sitting back, you want to pay attention to two things. One is that your knees should be in line with your toes. And then as you're sitting back, make sure your back is very straight. Sit all the way down. You should end up with your thighs parallel to the ground, then get back up and do it over and over again. This is hard. See, that's the thing. It's like the most simple exercise and the most effective, but it is technical. And so our goal is to kind of help readers in the story understand that they should do it, but also they should do it right. Access is Erica Pandy always has news you can use for us. And we will put a link on proper squat form in our show notes, recognizing the limits of an audio description of this. Erica, thank you. Thanks, Nyla. One last thing for you today. Astronomers have captured the very first image of a black hole at the center of the Milky Way. Most galaxies have supermassive black holes in their center that can tear apart and devour stars, create new ones, and generate massive bursts of gamma ray energy that can shape the galaxies around them. To see a photo of the black hole, there's a link in our show notes. That's all for us. Axios Today was produced by Nuria Marquez-Martinez and Lydia McMullen-Laird. Our sound engineers are Alex Sugiyara and Ben O'Brien. Alexandra Boti is our senior producer. Sarah Kaylani Gu is Axios's editor-in-chief, and special thanks as always to Axios co-founder, Mike Allen. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you back here on Monday.